This is the Peaks Audio Experience. Hi, and welcome back to Peaks Academy for our life-size chunks of wellness magic with Lynn Fernie. Lynn Fernie is our resident wellness guru. Lynn looks after a lot of the coaching here at Peaks Academy and is a, uh, a font of all knowledge in all things Peaks. And so in these podcasts, we pick Lynn's brains about specific aspects of Peaks and we ask her opinion thoughts. And of course, we ask you to ask us questions. So please feel free on any of these podcasts to contact us and we're happy to answer your questions. Now, today we're talking about something that just happens all the time in the keto diet and we all say these three letters but a lot of us don't really understand what they mean. We hear the words MCT, 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 MCT oil as part of the keto lifestyle so Lynn's going to demyth it today. What is it? How do you use it? What to look for? What to avoid? So firstly Lynn, welcome and tell us what is MCT? Thanks Mike. Yeah, so MCT stands for medium chain triglycerides. And you might have heard that word triglyceride when you get your blood tested. Um, so what, what is it anyway? It's essentially a long chain molecule, um, but not so long to be called a long chain triglyceride. Uh-huh. Um, it's a medium chain. So basically when we take fats, some of our fats are unsaturated, some are saturated, and some come in specific forms. And we are just talking about the specific form of the fat. It comes from coconut um, coconut oil. So when you take coconut oil and you divide it into all the different components, we find that there is a small fraction of coconut oil, which is the medium chain triglycerides. And the reason we're interested in these medium chain triglycerides on a keto lifestyle is that they really can help us by supporting the body producing ketones. So as we know, and you've heard from other podcasts, when we're doing the keto diet, when we're on the keto lifestyle, we want to maximize the body's production of ketones because they are a super clean fuel and our bodies run really well on ketones instead of glucose. So if you're looking to to maximize your ketones, if you're an athlete, if you're sick, if you're just transitioning into the keto lifestyle, they can be a really good part of your diet to help you get the ketone levels up. All right, so they are processed. So just walk us through how one processes the coconut oil and is there specific elements that we need to make sure that is included in our MCT or are all MCTs created equally? Yes, a great question. I'm not going to go into too much technical detail about how we get these MCTs out. Um, But the key thing that you said there, Mike, is that they are processed. Um, So it does mean you need to think carefully about whether you're prepared to use MCT because we do try to use whole foods. So the ideal is to eat the coconut um, or perhaps to have the coconut oil because that's just mechanically extracted. So if we take a, a coconut and we crush it between two very large stones, we'll be left with some dry flesh and some coconut oil. So it's a pretty natural way of you know processing the coconut to get two different things, nice coconut flesh and that beautiful oil that we can drink or we can put on our skin. To go the next step and get the MCT, the medium chain triglycerides, we've actually got to chemically process it. So we might be extracting those with a solvent um, or we might be refining them in various ways. And remember, we try to to really remove the refined 
oils and fats. Now that said, um, I do personally believe MCT has a has a really good place, especially if you're exercising, if you're an athlete, if you're transitioning into the keto lifestyle. You might choose to cycle it, have it one week but not the next, have it one month but not the next. Um, so that how you use it is up to you. But there are four different MCTs. Um, those chemical structures are C6, C8, C10, and C12. So that's caproic acid, capric acid, caprylic acid, and lauric acid. Now, don't get worked up about those different chemical names. They just relate to the length of the molecule. What you need to know is that there are two of those four MCTs that are, that are the most beneficial. And those two are the C8, the capric, and the C10, the caprylic. So when you choose an MCT oil, you really want to choose C8 and C10. C8 is a bit faster acting. Capric acid is a bit faster acting. I personally use a mixture of C8 and C10, and I get the full range of benefits from those two. C12, lauric acid, technically is not an MCT. It's technically a saturated fat. There's nothing wrong with it. It's in coconut oil already, and it, if you want to get your saturated fat up, it's fine. But if you're looking for those specific ketone-boosting properties, C8 and C10 are the two that you want. Excellent. So now we understand what's in it, and uh, it's important when you select the right MCT. There is some risks, and one of the big risks you'll face is the incorrect application of MCT that could lead to a condition we call disaster pants. Tell us all about it, Lynn. So disaster pants, it's fairly self-explanatory, but people do find with MCT that they get stomach upset. And to the extent where they are rushing to the bathroom to empty their bowels at great speed. I've seen people race to the bathroom to see who can get there first um, because they're at risk of having brown pants. And it's real, folks, it is real. Um, I've experienced it, Mike's experienced it. Most of, of those people who go onto a keto lifestyle will at some point experience disaster pants. Three tips for avoiding it. The first one is choose your MCT oil carefully. I have just explained that you want C8 and C10, capric and caprylic acid. The one you don't want, avoid at all cost, is C6, caproic acid. So the shortest chain, C6. If you see that in an MCT, put it back on the shelf like it's a hot potato. It is C6 that is responsible for disaster pants. So I know that there are some MCTs I can tolerate and there are others that are obviously tainted and have small quantities of C6 left in them. And the minute I have them, I start to get an upset tummy. My tummy hurts, I get gas, and I'm off to the toilet every few minutes. So avoid the C6 like the plague. The second thing is, to watch your quantities. We're not talking about big quantities of this stuff. You only need a little bit to be effective. So I would be looking at the maximum of 15 milliliters per coffee or whatever you're putting into, per, you know, if you're putting into a salad, then I would go for a maximum of 15 milliliters. And then the third tip is transition slowly. If you're not used to it, start small have half a teaspoon. If you're okay with that, go for a teaspoon. If that's good, 
go for a dessert spoon and eventually work your way up to a tablespoon and then you might do a tablespoon a couple of times a day. If you go in a control fashion, you won't get disaster pants and what you will get is a wonderful brain boost and a real brain buzz. Excellent tips and for all those people who are now wanting to add MCT into their diet. Last question, Lynn, how do we do it? We've got the MCT, we've chosen it well, we understand there's potential for disaster pants, so we're going to make sure our quantities are correct and we're transitioning. What do we put MCT into? How do we consume it? Great. So I really like to put MCT into my morning coffee. So I really enjoy my morning bulletproof coffee, which I make with um, really good quality organic coffee and grass fed butter. And I will add a tablespoon of MCT into that because it gives me a really big brain buzz first thing in the morning. And if I'm off to work out, that MCT will be a wonderful fuel for my workout and will get me going the whole day. So in your bulletproof coffee, once it's been blended, so watch out, don't make it too hot. Once you've added your MCT at the last minute and you've blended it up, because it's been blended, it will be absorbed and digested very, very well. So blend your MCT into your bulletproof coffee for a fantastic early morning boost. Second way is if you're going to have another coffee during the day and maybe you're going to have a shot of espresso, you could put just a teaspoon of MCT. It will take off the jittery edge from your coffee and will give you a touch more of those brain boosting benefits. And then other ways to use your MCT, you can use it in salads as a as a salad dressing perhaps with your mixed in with your olive oil um, and you can put it onto foods you don't need to go crazy a couple of times a day is more than enough to reap all the benefits that you get from the wonderful mct oil Awesome. Thank you, Lynn. So MCT, guys, there you have it. That's the good, the bad, and the ugly, and all the things we need to know about MCT. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again at Peaks Academy for our podcasts. We'll talk to you very soon. Have a great day. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing, and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks Day. (laughs) 